Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Have you ever felt invisible? Yeah, me too. Gone through an entire day or a week or a month or your whole life feeling like you were just out of alignment and what you were doing really didn't matter. I've been there. I get it. And my guest today, Elizabeth, feels the exact same way. She did for a good part of her life and she shares her journey and her path and how she's actually teaching women how to stop hiding in plain sight, how to put an end to self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviors, and step confidently into the woman that you're really destined to be. That You are worthy of that. You are worth that. And Elizabeth talks exactly that about reclaiming, honoring, and owning your personal power. So you have what she calls your marching orders, the gifts that you're supposed to share with this world. If you've ever felt lost, if you're feeling lost now, if you just feel like there's more out there for you, there is. Listen to it. And Elizabeth tells you exactly how to do that. Welcome back, everybody. I have been having the greatest conversation already with my guest, Elizabeth de Morais. A little yes. bit better that time. Uh, yes. <laughs> we were struggling on how to put, pro- I was struggling on how to pronounce her last name. So, uh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today. Please fill oh, the listeners in on who you are. Yes, definitely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for your time and inviting me on. I just, I love speaking with like-minded women and who are making an impact in the world. So thank you so much for, for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Um, well, first and foremost, I am what I call a confidence and success catalyst. I help women who have been called to play a bigger game to get out of the way of themselves and to really step into who they are meant to be. Uh, so many times I have found, and myself included, um, I, we, so many of us can be what I call hiding in plain sight. And um, can you relate to that, Megan? A hundred percent. So I think everybody's uh, like feverishly nodding their head when you say yeah. that. Yeah, so we can be out there, we can appear like we have it all together, we can uh, be putting out our brands, you know, beautiful brands and our services, but we're still hiding behind them. Um, And it's comfortable there. But I found with so many women and again, myself included, that until we step into who we're supposed to, who we are truly supposed to be and unapologetically step into that, um, there's always this this nudging, this um, soul ache, I would say that is like, oh, there's so much more I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm not, but I'm terrified to do it. And so what I do is I help women at that edge to go, okay, come on, let's jump. Let's fall in faith. Let's fall. Instead of, you know, taking a leap of faith, I say, let's fall in faith because when we do a leap of faith, you know, it feels like there's just like this ramping up, ramping up. And it really is just a surrender. I just whew, let me step forward and step into it. 
So I help women plain, like very plain and simple. If we're going to go really to the core, that's what I help people, women do. And so, and I love it. And it's just, it's really about helping you step into that confidence um, as you're doing it. So many women will say, well, I need to, you know, I need to develop the confidence before I venture out into doing X, Y, and Z. And really it's through the action where you develop the confidence. So do you, have you, have you seen the movie A, A Star is Born? Megan? I have not. No. Okay. I but know you're familiar with that. I, yes, yes. Okay. One of it, this is like the, it's such a beautiful visual of what I love helping women um, step into. So for example, there's a, there's a scene in the movie where the character of Bradley Cooper has invited the character of Lady Gaga to, um, to come visit him during a concert. She's in the, she's in the wings. She's written a story, or sorry, written a story, written a song that he comes up to her and he said, Hey, we're going to sing this now. And, and she's like, oh, no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't. And so, but she so wants to, right? So he's like, mm, sorry, you know, either you're coming out with me to do this or I'm doing it on my own. And so he starts walking away and there's this scene of her, of her face. And you just see all the different expressions of, oh, I want to go out there, but no, I can't. No, I'm terrified. But, oh, this is exactly what I've been waiting for. And then you can just see it in her face where she just says, you know what? excuse my language, screw it. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go out and do it. And that's where I love to help a woman where she's just like, Oh, I'm scared, but I want to holding her hand and taking her out there. What a powerful job that you do. Oh, where, thank you. where did that come from? How did this journey begin? Mm, it's a, it's a personal journey of mine. I am a former professional dancer and for, I, I would say all my life, I, I remember always thinking, man, if I could just live my life the way I dance, oh my gosh, I'd explode. <laughs> like, um, because I could, I could get on stage and just be in, in so much, be in so much of my power and, and so connected to God and to really be able to take people on a journey. And, but there was this disconnect. There was, um, when I would be around people in in my personal life, I would shudder up. I would get fearful. I would, um, I just got scared and was quote unquote shy though. I was told I was shy. So stepped into that role from a very young age and it hasn't been until it wasn't until like in the last couple of years where I realized I was like, no, I'm not shy. I'm actually really extroverted. Um, I just stepped into that role because I was told that. Um, and so, you know, how many times are we, are we spoken over and we step into that? Right. And so um, I, there was this disconnect though, when I would interact with people. And so I wanted to be able to bring that, that power, those gifts into the world in different ways, not just on stage. And when kids came, um, I, I have a 16 year old or we have a 16 year old and a 10 year old, two little girls. And when they arrived, I stopped dancing. And so that part of my expression of who I am got shut down. Uh, and people would say, do you miss it? I'm like, Oh no, 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 I don't miss it. I'm good. I'm really focused on the kids doing, you know, building my business and um, I'm good. But it, in those 15 years, because I started dancing last year again, uh, in those 15 years of not dancing, I really, there was something really missing. 
And I really realized that I needed that side of the expression, but also to be able then to bring that into the world, into whatever I'm doing, uh, to bring those gifts into the world. And so started this journey as a coach, um, wanting to help women transform their lives. Uh, and with my past of performing, started really bringing in the video aspect, helping women overcome their fear of video and social media, bring, you know, helping them build their business uh, through becoming much more visible. And as it's progressed, you know, we're all a work in progress. And as that has progressed, in my coaching, um, the, the transformational coaching aspect really has taken off. And now it's, it's expanded to more confidence in your gifts, in who you are, rather than just showing up on camera. So showing up on camera is a slice of what I do now, uh, because I'm able to, one, help those women get their voices and their, their, their messages and stories out uh, and use my past performing skills to bring that out in them. But now it's so much more in terms of let's really develop this confidence. Like if you have been given, not if we've all been given gifts to that, we're supposed to bring into the world, special talents, special skills that are so easy for us that sometimes they're so easy that we kind of put them to the, to the side. We don't, we don't give them much um, importance. And, but if we've been given those, which we all have, those are our marching orders. We are meant to step into them. And in, until we do, we are into, yeah, if we don't, like I wasn't for those 15 years, um, there's, we, we start searching for other ways to express ourselves with something's wrong. We might um, have addictive, um, you know, we, we try to fill that void with addictive um actions, you know, overspending, um, spending too much time with, you know, the negativity or maybe having extra glasses of wine at night. I mean, all different things that numb us out until we fully step into that. And so now I really help women um, with that since I've gone through that personal journey um, with self-sabotage and imposter syndrome and perfectionism and all. And so my marching orders um, are, since I've walk through some of that so much of that my marching orders are to help others do the same and to be creative in the world and bring that out so that that in a nutshell is that process of almost 48 years <laughs> of my life what and what a fulfilling what a fulfilling job to get to be able to do oh yes it really is it really is do you think elizabeth that I actually just had a conversation with one with my one-on-one client and we were talking about feeling confident. And do you think that confidence is something that people are born with or is it a skill that we all have to hone in and master just a little bit better? Mm -hmm, definitely. Great, great question. What I would say actually is both, you know, we as little children, when we are, when we come out of the womb, uh, there's this often, um, you know, and of course, we're, we all are hardwired in different ways. We all have different personalities. But so often when you look at a child, they have this exuberance about themselves. They have this, this innate desire um, to learn. They're curious. They, yes, they get frustrated, but, you know, and they're, as they're learning how to walk, for example, or even just to sit up and then, but they have this innate, like, I know I'm supposed to go and do this. I know I keep, I need to keep trying. So they might fall on their little bottom, but then they pull themselves back up. And in no time, in no time, they're running. 
And so we have, I, I believe that that innate confidence in one's ability to achieve something is born, um, but we lose it. And, but, but at the same time, there are certain things that we, that we do uh, in the world that we do have full confidence in ourselves because we just know we can rely on that because one, we just, there's an element of personal trust, but also, <clears throat> excuse me, there's, I've done this before. I can do it again. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, the, and that's where my icon, I have a, a, a method called iconic confidence method um, that really addresses, okay, when we have this sense of, okay, I know I can do it somehow. And I, I feel like there's an inkling of trust in me and somehow that I can make this happen. I just don't know how yet. And in the middle of it, I may lose a bit of confidence, but if I know I can follow this system, I will get to where I want to go. Um, there, there's that element um, that one can learn. At the same time, though, as we are growing, um, we always, and if we're going to that next level of whatever that next level looks like for each person there's always a sense of unknown and so there's always going to be an element within that unknown of yeah I don't I don't know exactly how I'm going to do this I have some moments of self-doubt maybe some self-sabotage as we spoke about earlier or uh, perfectionism that might sabotage what I'm trying to do but as I step into it I will develop the confidence the thing is, is that you have to have some little inkling of confidence that you will achieve it. Otherwise, you won't go do it. So, you know, how many times have we had, you know, oh, I'm going to achieve this goal. I'm going to work towards it. But then we don't do the action behind it to make it happen. And often it's because we don't have that belief in ourselves or our, the trust in ourselves that we actually can make it happen. So it's in those moments where if you like, if you want to create that end result, you have to start developing the right mindset, learning the skills to say, okay, I am not going to, you know, work through the self-doubt, shift the shift, what you're telling yourself and move forward. So it's a combination of both. I know that might've sound kind of confusing, but like we are born with a certain trust and a certain moving forwardness, I guess you'd say, and a confidence, but at the same time, as we're growing or as people have spoken negatively negatively over us we start believing those things and we still we start losing that confidence so we have to learn to develop that that makes perfect sense I think that actually we need to start tapping all of us into how to be like kids again instead of adults because kids have everything figured out they have been you know they eat intuitively they show their emotions they're confident where they need to be confident in just knowing that like if I didn't get it once and I just try again there's no none of that pressure or those self-doubts or self-sabotaging behaviors have been implanted in them yet and it's just it works so smoothly so true I mean just think about how we as adults can stifle our achievements or stifle our just getting out in the world expressing ourselves having that conversation with some someone that uh, we're fearful of having a conversation about or opening ourselves up to love. If we, if, if we did that as little children, oh my gosh, we'd still be sitting on the floor mm-hmm. <laughs> still trying to learn how to crawl. Um, and so, yeah, definitely. I love that you brought that, that point up. Like if we could, you know, re reconnect with, 
you know, how children are. And that's one thing that I do work on with people is to reconnect with um, those superpowers that we had as children uh, to go back to a time when we were unapologetic that we did. And not everyone has those. Sometimes, you know, if someone has had a traumatic um, childhood, we do, I do have to be careful around that. But often many people can identify, oh, that's when I was really like, oh, I wanted to be Wonder Woman. Or I wanted to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Uh, but then something happened, you know, middle school or high school or, you know, the Mean Girls happened, whatever it was that's, you know, shifted that. And that was then pushed down. If we can reconnect with that, and I even have people uh, find a picture of that time of themselves so they can have that out and remind them that's who you are. That's who you are at your deep core. Go reconnect with it and start expressing yourself in that way again. And life starts changing, transforming in amazing ways. How do you reconnect with that? You have your picture, then what? (laughs) Good question. Uh, You start going back in terms of trying to remember things, trying to, and part of it is you reimagining of what it was like when you were that at that age. Um, you can remember things, but also if you can, for me, I'm a very visual person. So I have a, the picture that I have of myself is me with my arms crossed. I'm in this little red dress with a little red purse. And I'm just like standing there fully grinning. And if I, if I actually get into that position and I smile like that, my, I physically can remember, like we have so much in our bodies that we forget. We just, we, we don't move our bodies as much as we could. So I always recommend people to go and move, whether that's running or, you know, dancing, doing whatever your body naturally loves to do in movement, you will start remembering who you are. And so, and that's also part of what I do is I help when like just the body language of what we're doing with our bodies and doing power poses. Are you familiar with power poses? I'm assuming. Yeah, but explain them, please. Yeah, so definitely. So power poses uh, are poses that um, help you it, it shifts your, it shifts your mindset. Actually, it's so crazy because our, you know, our minds and our bodies are so they're, they're in, they're, I was going to say they're so connected. Well, they're all of one. And so, I mean, they're just, everything is together. So if we move our body, if we stand in these different power poses, our mindset actually changes the chemical reactions in our body changes and we start feeling differently. So a power pose, for example, is like a wonder woman pose for women or Superman pose for men. Like you stand with your feet slightly separated further apart from your shoulders, your hands are on your hips, open up your chest, lift your head and you just breathe into that and stay there for about two minutes and you will start feeling yourself change. This is a great position to go into before you go out and do a talk or get onto a conversation or before an interview. Um, And it really helps you um, get into your body and get grounded. And so, um, so there's that one, there's the high, like the victory pose, you put your arms above your head in a, in a wide V, uh, you know, what culture, if you go out, if you ever watch the Olympics and you see these, you know, a track race, um, the, you know, whenever they win, whoo, those arms go straight up, right? It's just, it's this natural human tendency uh, to just bring that up because it's such an open, expansive celebratory movement so if we can get into that position as well and ground ourselves and connect ourselves with heaven just energize ourselves it changes so much and so i really recommend practicing those things but going back to remembering like how do you get back to that childhood 
for me, it's getting back into that, that the, the, the pose of the picture. And then the imagination also has to go like, well, if I was like this, like what, what kind of, what things can I remember? What, if I, at this point stepped into that, how would I respond? How would I act? Oh yeah, of course I would not even hesitate to step out and do X, Y, and Z. So it's a, it's in a sense, writing your story and rewriting it as well. So you're remembering your past, but also drawing the, the strengths that, that, you, that you had during that time, but also adding what you would like to add to it and step into that and who you would like to be in the future. Such simple things. I feel like so many things when we're trying to make transitions in our lives or improve ourselves really true boil down to being simple. Get into a power pose. Remember those things. Simple is easy, but yes. they are simple things to do. Exactly. Right. Totally. And that's, and that's what we have to remember is that, like you said, I mean, it's just make it simple. We make things so complicated and I have to remember, I have to remind myself of that. Like, why am I like, so all over the place? It's like, just keep it simple, go with the flow. And, you know, you've probably, you've heard this, I'm sure is, you know, slow down to speed up, make it simple, slow down, boom, you'll start moving uh, rather than trying to put everything on yourself. Can you speak on a little bit, Elizabeth, the idea that we become very addicted to being in our zone? Oh, yes, <laughs> definitely. There are many elements uh, to this. <clears throat> One, we're going to look at the actual idea of addiction. Um, our, our brains, we, we think in our brain, those thoughts then go into the body and make us feel a certain way. Uh, and then when we feel a certain way, the body then produces different hormones and chemicals and, and all that the body then gets used to. And so, and likes, whether it's a negative feeling or a positive feeling. And that's what's so cool about um, this side of things. When you think about mindset, you know, so many times we can think, oh, I, I need to do the affirmations and I need to think positively and I need to do the meditations, which definitely you need to. <clears throat> but what will speed up the process. And for me, I was like, that's all I have to do is to change, in a sense, the science within my body whoa, okay, let me, let me step into this. So if we, you know, with the thought, the feeling, and then the chemicals, we get addicted to that. And so if to those chemicals, so just as an idea, for example, if you are addicted to, for example, alcohol or, or drugs, you're putting that into your body, your body gets used to it and wants to stay at that place. When when you try to take that the, that substance out, the body says, wait a second, I don't like this. I need to, no matter how much willpower you have, the body and the brain is still going to say <clears throat> at a very foundational level, well, I need this. I need this substance to, to continue in a certain state. And so that's exactly what's happening when we're going about our daily lives. And this is our comfort zone, whether it's, like I said, negative or positive. So if we are constantly feeling anxiety or we are, well, maybe not constantly, but you know, like the, sometimes it can feel that way uh, or just kind of lethargic or lazy or just like, don't know what I'm doing. It's actually a chemical response. Our body is because our body is, is staying there. So, you know, so many times, for example, you can say, you know what, 
I'm just going to throw out like the, an idea of like a goal of a marathon. I'm going to go run a marathon. I'm going to, I'm going to really step out. I'm going to push myself. I'm going to, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to inspire other people and let me go do this. So you start training. Well, your, your body your, or your subconscious and your body have never done a marathon, has never done a marathon. And so your subconscious is saying, ah, oh, we can't do that. We've never done this before. And so you can start training. You can keep your mindset as positive as possible. But the subconscious, because you have not proven to yourself in a sense that you can do it, it's going to try to get you back to that, that comfort zone again, the, the, the neutral place. Say, ah, you know what? And it's sneaky. You know what? Take it easy tonight. You know, don't go do your run tonight. It's okay. You're tired. Oh, okay. So then you, then you sit down and you don't do it. Maybe you do that for a couple of days. And then all of a sudden you're like, why am I even doing this? Why am I, um, why am I even trying this? This is stupid. So then you, then you, your body's going, yeah, this is where we wanted to be and step back. And then you start going, yeah, I'm not even going to do it. What am I even trying to think here? And how many times have we done that in our lives? I, I, I don't know about you, but there are a lot of, a lot of different goals that I've done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, no big deal. Okay, I'll step out of it. And we, because the body and the mind says, nope, we want to stay here. And so it's, it's interest. It's cool to know because it's good awareness uh, that we might stay in this, like, oh, this is what's happening. But it's, it's cool to know that because then you can go, oh, okay, let me step out of this and let me counteract that. I know that my brain, I know that my body, all these different elements are going to fight me on this, but I want to create something new. So as I'm doing this, when I sense that feeling of, uh, you know, the brain saying, ah, just kind of hang out. Don't just chill out. You don't need to worry about that right now. Or don't do X, Y, and Z. Say, what am I doing here? Okay, brain, what thought do I really want to have here? And what, what thought or what is that thought creating in me in terms of a feeling? Because I want to create a good feeling. I want to continue on this road towards this goal. Okay, let me sit in this feeling a little bit. Now I'm creating new chemicals, new endorphins and all that my body's going to get used to that now I like, and it's going to keep me in that action moving forward. So now you've literally changed the, the chemical makeup of your body. And now that's your new norm. That's your new, your new comfort zone. So now you've expanded your comfort zone into new actions, new activities, new feelings, and you can let go of the old one, the old comfort zone. So you just keep expanding. And so when you do that, you, if you know that, okay, my comfort zone is my addiction zone. I want to be in my courage zone. So if you have those different steps, those different ways of thinking, feeling, acting, you will continue to expand. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes you do need to go back into that comfort zone to recuperate, but at the same time, stagnate. (laughs) Thank you like writing down quotes that you wrote so I can like remind myself in a triggering moment in a triggering time like you have to think what thought do you want to have what where do you want to be and just it's there's so much power that we can do and that we hold and to me I feel a lot of comfort when somebody tells me Meg you're struggling right now but it's not because you're failing it's because your brain is hardwired this way. This is science. This is your body trying to protect you. It's not that you are 
weak are not succeeding it's trying to work through it it's science exactly and when I learned that I was I thought oh oh my gosh this is my freedom like because so many times like you're saying like if you're you're failing then you just you just keep piling on the negative negative thoughts on yourself and the Mm -hmm. self-doubt sabotage whereas if you go this is science whoa I can actually change the makeup of my body and my reality like we can change our reality we're not, it's not because we're like losers. <laughs> and what a vicious cycle then. What the cycle of self-sabotage of saying, oh, you failed again. Oh, yeah, you're the loser. Oh, you can't have it. That's just mm-hmm. perpetuating that cycle. The brain, exactly. like the subconscious is winning over and over and over again. Right, right. And it's just, you know, it, what's crazy to me is when you think about it, like we think 65 to 75,000 thoughts a day and 95% of those thoughts are exactly what you were just saying. And they're the exact same thoughts you thought yesterday, the day before, the day before, probably when you were eight, six years old. Mm-hmm. So whatever, you know, whatever was spoken over you or whatever decisions you um, took in terms of your personal, like your personal worth or your personal meaning because of different experiences you had in your life, bam, you've just taken them on and now they're deeply rooted in your subconscious and they are what, what are guiding you throughout your life. So if you can unearth those or, well, I mean, sometimes you do need to unearth them and, and change them, but sometimes you don't even have to look back. You just go, you know what? This is how I want to feel. This is how I want to think. This is how I want to act. How do I change that? Because uh, so many times we can go back and try to hash out old things. Sometimes you just need to recalibrate and move forward. Uh, but it's a great understanding to go, oh, that's why I've been acting the way I have been all my life. As as this little girl that I was, uh, I I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't want to, you know, I was I was wondering like, what is, what's wrong with me? Like, what, why am I not enough? And these are all things that started, you know, started seeding these, these beliefs about myself uh, during this time. And so, you know, why am I not enough that she can't be happy or did I do something wrong? And so these beliefs <laughs> followed me throughout my entire life. But the thing is, because I wanted to be so observant and, and not rock the boat and see how, where I can step into and where I can help and where I can achieve. Um, it, it made me very quiet. Uh, and so from, from people on the outside, they then assumed I was shy and the shyness, um, just showed up in different ways. It wasn't always insecurity though. It turned into that. Um, but it was more so I just need to know what's going on. Uh, and, but it's also that observation has become one of my superpowers. That's why I'm so good at what I do as a coach, because I can observe so many different elements that are unspoken. Uh, but the thing is, is that I could see that as my personality, right? How many times do we go through our lives? Oh, well, she's shy or she's, you know, what, you know, whatever other people might speak over us. And we take that on as reality. Whereas, Shyness is not part of my personality. It's not part of my, my natural state, even though I took it on. And so it's been, it's taken years to peel those layers away to go, oh, this is who I really am. And so that's why um, it's just, it's so super important to, to really search out you know, who you are at your core and go from there. It's so crazy how we start to conform to whatever box we think that we need to be in. And then that becomes so rooted in that's just our identity. 
It's so true. It's so true. And, you know, there's so many times when people say, well, that's just, it's, you know, it's hereditary, you know, body, you know, how our bodies are, or what kind of diseases we take on or uh, our personalities. And, you know, oh, that's how my dad was. So that's how I am. And, or that's just how our family is, where so many times, it's just what we've taken on, you know, what, what kind of environment are we in that we then mold to? into that. So it's, it's crazy to, to really dive deeply into it. But what's so cool is that when we become self-aware, we have full power and potential to create whatever we want in our lives, to create the reality that we desire. And so many times we feel like we're stuck in a certain circumstance or a certain quote unquote reality. And that doesn't have to be that the case. We just have to change our mind, the way we think, the way we feel and the type of action we take, whatever action we take is going to create the reality. And then it, it just, it, then it reinforces itself. Like, you know, going back to the question of, do we learn confidence or do we, were we born with it? Um, an element? Yes, we were born, but at the same time, the, the more we get into, again, the thinking, feeling, acting, the more we act, the more information we get back to then go, ah, okay, now it's a new thought a new feeling, a new action. And it just keeps, it keeps cycling. Just like the negative cycling can happen as we're growing up, the opposite can go as well. And that there's so much freedom in that, uh, that we don't have to be stuck. It's just really in a sense about getting curious, being playful. And it's kind of an, you know, a science experiment. We're like, oh, I can change this. But it takes time. It takes processes. It takes steps to go. But what's so cool is that it, it is possible. If a woman came up to you today and she said, Elizabeth, I identify so much with what you said. I've, I felt invisible Mm. for my whole life or the majority Mm. of my life. What is the one and the first thing that you would tell her to do? Mm. Oh, that's a great question. The first question I was at would ask them is what really lights you up? Like, where do you just get that, that joy, that, where you get so lit up um, and so connected to your core. Let's refine that. Uh, and sometimes people have forgotten what that is. Mm-hmm. But I find that when we find, when we get back to that core feeling, that core excitement, we then can start developing a mindset around it, action steps to, to then re- bring that out into the world in a bigger and bigger way that then you start getting excited about who you are stepping out a little bit further and start becoming more visible again, becoming first visible to yourself to then be able to become visible to the rest of the world. So many times the reason why we feel invisible is because we haven't become visible to ourselves and it's going back to that, what really lights you up. So for example, for me, my core thing is dance. Like if I just, if I go back, if I go on the dance floor, I'm back to who I am. And when I take actions within that, it impacts everything else around me. And so I would say that would be the first step is like asking yourself, what really lights you up? And it could be crocheting. It could be writing. It could be speaking, whatever it is, go find that again. And, and often get, you know, your question about 
reconnecting with when you were a little kid, it's often reconnecting with what did she love to do back then? Go reconnect with that and let's explore that and expand it. And then the sky's the limit. I mean, it could be that it just, it's one thing that just lights you up and it brings you joy in your world, or it might turn into a business. It might turn into a book. It might turn into a speaking tour, whatever it might be. Um, but it's so important to step back into that. That would be my first thing. Where to. can women, if somebody, you know what, I am ready to transform. I'm, I want to be confident. I want to be successful. Where can find you Elizabeth to know more about what you're doing and all of the powerful work that you are helping women achieve definitely a couple of places one uh, I do a lot of feeding into my Facebook group and I can give you that that link do you want me to speak it now or do you want me to just give that to you and, and have it linked up um the... why don't you snap okay what it is and I will hang in the show okay. notes so it's easier Sounds for great. people Sounds... to click in all right. Sounds good. Um, well, the, the Facebook group is called Free, Fabulous, and Fired Up. So go search that out on Facebook uh, and join there. I put in a lot of uh, free content in there, but I also do different uh, challenges or different mini workshops on there, which is kind of, which is fun. Also, you can go to elizabethdemorais.com uh, where you'll find my most updated uh, courses that I might be offering um, or just, you know, just content in general that I'm putting out there. You can also, one element that I'm super excited about is a product that I created called the Video Glam Cam Kit. And what this is, is everything that you need for your social media videos. So your, your tripod, your microphones, a bag to hold that. Uh, and there are different add-ons with that as well. Mirror and tabletop, tripod, so many cool things. Um, and, the, and that can be found on thevideoglamcamkit.com. And uh, we'll be doing a special promotion for Black Friday as well uh, that you can check out um, as well. Awesome. And that's all in the show notes as well. So you guys can just go click on those hyperlinks and just go and check it out. And I know that that's such a piece. So many of us struggle with getting quality uh, videos or posts or anything to have on social media because it's hard when it's just your hand holding your phone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what a ring light and what a nice selfie or tripod can do for you in the quality of oh my gosh. And videos that you're able to crank out. Yeah. And when you do that, you're more confident to show up and then the world gets to see your message more. Whereas so many times I cannot tell you like, Oh, I look terrible with that lighting or I'm, I can't hold my phone, you know, like that. It drives me crazy. So then you don't even get on video and your, that's, your message is meant to be heard. That's such a good point too. You do really feel so much more better, so much more better, so more so confident much about so much. I use I love my word it. so well. So <laughs> confident when you look nice and there's lighting and there's all of those things that just fuels and then you can share that message though it might seem surface level if you if I feel confident I'm gonna go on and I'm gonna share a message that is somebody needs to hear that has depth that has value exactly so so true yeah and and like you said it can seem surface level but if if we're not feeling pretty we're not feeling it we're not gonna go on exactly exactly that's just of it and, you know, some people can feel like, oh, I don't care. But the thing is, the majority of people do care because that's what I found that's the biggest fear um, across the board. I mean, there are so many different fears, but the main one is that I've, I've found that why people stay invisible is that they're so fearful of judgment from the outside. Mm -hmm. We live our lives 
by what we think other people are going to think of us. Well, Elizabeth, I love to end always with a few questions. And the first question that I always like to know is for you in the morning, what is the first thing that you do solely for yourself? Oh, instantly I have, well, it's not, it doesn't happen instantly because it's already happening all night. I have my earbuds in my ears uh, with different meditations uh, that I have running throughout the night. I have like literally last eight hours. So um, when I, so they're already in my ears. So when I wake up in the morning, I have another meditation, a specific one that I start my day with that I turn on and it's about 25 minutes that I listen to um, in, in that in-between state and so that I can really continue that, that mindset work. Uh, it's just like waking up every morning and going to work out your body. You've got to work out your mind as well. So that is mm, that first thing I, I do. Love those. those are such good tips that I think are simple. That oh, one you can just add, like, just <laughs> put it in your earbuds. Oh yeah. Yep. And also, you know, I don't, I don't know what, you know, the different ages of the women who listen to this, but I'm in my forties. And so I'm perimenopausal. So in the middle of the night, I'll sometimes wake up with hot flashes and then I'm awake. I'm like, okay, hello. And that's where my, that's where my negative chatter can easily rear its ugly head. So I intentionally make sure that my earbuds are always there. So that if I wake up, bam, I turn a meditation on um, that is specific for sleep. Uh, so that way I stay, you know, we talked about the, you know, the, the mind, the thinking creates those, the feelings that then create the, the chemicals and all. And so I want to make sure whom I'm staying with the positive ones that such, I want in my body. Such good, such good information. Um, the next thing I always like to know is, and you actually kind of stole my question in the best way, but what would you say is your super weapon? You mentioned Ooh. this already once, so we'll see. Maybe you have multiple. Yes. Uh, one is my observation skills, uh, and related to that is the intuition. Uh, and so, and with the with the observation and the intuition, uh, I'm really I'm able to dig deeply with a client uh, into what's going on. So I will just have them speak. I'll ask different questions. Have them speak. And just kind of lay it all out on the table. I'm able to with with that and the the intuition and all the observation to then be able to pull it all together and say, is this what you're saying? Or okay, we're wanting to create a strategy for this new business we're putting together, or whatever it might be that, that she's bringing into the world. I'll put it together in a sense, kind of choreograph it, uh, choreograph the idea together and present it. And they're like, yes, I did. So I'm able to pull together what they are trying to articulate mm. because of that. And I say that's one of my superpowers or super yep. And the final question always is what does being fierce mean to you? Mm. Grounded alignment or aligned uh, being true to myself and making an impact in the best way that I can. All of the things that you do with your coaching and that you continue to share with women so they can transform and really not only be successful, but be confident while they're doing so. Definitely. Definitely. And the the confidence is a big part of that. Definitely. But the first things that came to mind were those 
Yeah. Elizabeth, this has been such an honor and a pleasure for you to share your message. And I know that so many women will, they, they need to hear that, that nobody should feel invisible and we shouldn't be hiding in plain sight. They're, they're worthy of so much more than that. Definitely. Yeah. And whatever gifts, like I said earlier, whatever gifts you have, those are your marching orders, not only for you to bring those things into the world to impact the world, but what you are supposed to, uh, who you are supposed to become in the process and the experiences you're going to gain through that. Um, for example, just real quick uh, with my video glam cam kits, I never would have thought that I would have been presenting. Uh, I would have presented the kit to um, Hollywood and I got to because of the kit I took the steps that were necessary to take me to the backstage of the Emmys to oh, present them chills. to to the, the different award winners and the presenters I would have never experienced that had I not listened to that divine nudge to follow the idea that was divinely downloaded to me to go and do uh, and so in doing so, because I said, okay, I got this idea. Let me go follow through with it. Because of that, I became a, a much different person. And the experiences that I've, that I've been able to experience because of it um, have changed my life. And so that's, it's not only just bring something into the world. It's really who you're going to become when you step into that process and the experiences that you get to have in the process. So amazing. If anybody has any doubt in their mind, listen to exactly what Elizabeth just said. And all of that is for you and meant to be for you. If you take the steps to come into that for yourself, Elizabeth, thank you again so much. I just, I love you. I love your energy and everything that you're doing. Not only for the listeners here, but every woman that you are impacting and your journey. Thank you. I love you too. And I so appreciate uh, this opportunity to speak to you all and uh, to have this conversation. Very honored. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.